0: 11.31, you are listening to TVSEFM 101.3. In fact, you can text us, pound 101.3, for 51 per message, if you'd like to ask any questions, if you'd like to share any messages of support, of love, if you would like to address any other angle of this. We've been covering quite a few of them already today, from the epidemiological to the medical to the economic to the -the on-the-ground sense of things, which I think... All of us listening right now probably are just about in that category, seeing as it affects everyone outside Antarctica, um, one way or another. Um, And possibly Antarctica as well. It might be affecting missions there. Uh, Who knows? So the numbers that we brought in today, based on the 10 a.m. briefing, 3,526 infections in total, 376 added this morning, which is less than the same time yesterday. But certainly one of the bigger increases we've seen, uh, and we will get another update as well later this afternoon, which uh, could, I mean could take us over the four thousand mark, and and then who knows where we're heading. But still, the majority of cases are in the Daegu and North Gyeongsang area. Just five added in Seoul this morning to keep that in perspective, um, and we've had a couple more people discharged from hospital, which brings the number of fully recovered to thirty. Whatever fully recovered means when you have cases where people test again positive. But um, still, it's, it's something to go on with those numbers. We have now in the studio science journalist Mark Zastro and reporter Chan Sung-choo to uh, look at various other fact-checking sides of this. And it's important to be able to fact-check at a time when misinformation has been the enemy. Good morning to you both.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Alex.
0: Mark, starting with you. Loads of people have cold and flu symptoms at the moment. Hmm. If you just hear a cough, though, or a sneeze, the immediate feeling is: Does that person have right. COVID nineteen? So, how do you tell the difference?
1: It's a it's a natural question, um, of course you know, if you are experiencing any cold-like symptoms, of course, the only way to know for sure is to be tested. But we uh, can say that there are some differences in the common symptom in the symptoms that you know might put you at ease a little bit. The main characteristics of COVID-19 are a fever and shortness of breath and a dry cough. What you don't typically get is a runny nose or a really wet cough where you know you're hacking up a lot of phlegm that is more typical of the common cold and that's because a cold uh, affects the upper respiratory tract while covid-19 it's much more of a lower respiratory tract illness
0: yes although i don't know if you have anything to add to this but i've seen people saying that it's higher up the respiratory tract than SARS and that might account for why it's more contagious but mm-hmm. this is but true but still it, it's it's it levels. <laughs> it's, right. it's not necessarily right up in your nose, but it's not necessarily totally far down in your lungs either.
1: Right. I mean, if you have you know, s- mm-hmm. symptoms of a cold, I mean, that doesn't mean you don't have the coronavirus, but it's much more likely to be uh, the common cold than the coronavirus if you do not have a fever uh, or a cough. Um, Of course, we should also keep in mind there are some cases where people may be infected without showing any symptoms at all. And, you know, that's why efforts like working at home, avoiding large gatherings, you know, what researchers call social distancing is so important.
0: Song we might ask ourselves then what we should do if we think we are showing symptoms. There is that number to call. And and we keep repeating it, 1339, the KCDC call centre. But uh, can you take us through some recommendations? Like, should you go to a local clinic or a hospital?
2: Well, that's what people mostly would think that you should do, but the government's health guidance recommends that you take a rest at home first and monitor the symptoms for three to four days to see whether it's a cold or COVID-19. Nobody knows. Um, but because visiting a clinic or a hospital due to mild symptoms of a flu or a common cold may unnecessarily expose you to the risk of catching COVID-19 even if you don't have it, because You've been visiting a place that's basically an attraction point for people with symptoms and potential patients with COVID-19.
0: And what if symptoms do get worse?
2: Yes. So then you should ring up and consult with the KCDC call center, as you mentioned, at 1339 or a local health center uh, where they have a set of safe triage plans for you. They'll be able to tell you if you need medical help and advise you uh, what to do next. And then um, should you visit a health facility, make sure you wear a mask to protect yourself as well as others and use a personal vehicle, if possible, to visit a triage health center. Well, actually, there are new drive through clinics now in cities like Jinju, Tegu, and Cheonan so that people can, check, uh, can be checked without getting off the car. So people will be screened through an open window while sitting in the car. Um, thereby, contact would be minimized and the procedure would be a lot faster and efficient. So the triage health center or 선별 진리소 is where you'll be tested for COVID-19 uh, with medical staff wearing protective clothing. They'll take swabs from your mouth and nose and get an x-ray of your chest for testing. And you'll be asked to stay at home in self-quarantine until you get the result.
0: Yeah, you might think, well, I just want to take the test just to have peace of mind. The problem with that is you could test negative now and, and positive later, but also you'd have to pay out around 160000 won.
2: Right. And that's about 130. Uh, U.S. dollars. And you think all it takes is a few swabs, but it's costly enough to make some hesitate and reconsider if they should take the test. Um, I've seen reports that at some triage centers people who couldn't afford it ended up not taking the test at all despite showing symptoms. And it's a huge problem because as the number of confirmed cases soars up, it's getting harder for health authorities to keep track of where everyone is visiting, what they're doing. So we need people to know what they have, if they really have been affected by COVID-19, if they have symptoms at all.
0: Yeah, I I guess a a common sense approach might be to have medical personnel decide if someone is justified in taking that test. And if they are, then to hold off on payment until further information is available because they're at the moment reimbursing people if they test positive, right?
2: Oh, yes. So um, they that's what they're doing. Um, no matter what the circumstances are, if you test positive for COVID-19 and admitted to the hospital later on, then you'll be reimbursed by the government. If you test negative, I'm sorry to say that you have to share the cost. Uh, this is so to prevent too many people, even uh, with mild symptoms, flocking to these centers to take the test. And But keep in mind, that if you have symptoms within two weeks um, after coming in contact with people who later tested positive for the virus, or if you were advised by local physicians to take the test because your symptoms are strong enough, then you're exempted from having to pay for the cost.
0: So Mark, one of the biggest everyday problems that people are facing, the shortage of face masks, Mm -hmm. and that's been a big problem in the last few days since we started seeing cases skyrocket. Even my safe havens are no longer (laughs) easy to find masks, if at all. But there's conflicting information about masks. Some
1: people might be accessing masks and kind of making them useless anyway. Right. Um, And it's... A bit tricky because there is, in fact, not really a strong scientific cons- consensus on the best guidelines for mask use for for us citizens. Of course, you know the medical professionals are using the heavy duty n ninety five respirators and they have a, a very tight seal, much tighter than the masks that that we 're typically buying um, and there 's not a lot of research about you know, how effective they, uh, how, how these everyday masks are effective and, and how long they can be used for, but by now you 've probably heard that they are most helpful not in stopping you from catching the virus, but in stopping you from spreading the virus to other people, uh, if you have it. Um, And that's because they they don't have that very tight seal, so air can get in, but they can catch droplets that are coming out of your mouth and nose. So it is indeed a good thing for everyone to wear masks if possible. Um, there's no question about that. And if you start showing symptoms, you should be wearing a mask immediately at all times. But uh, we don't want people to think that they're providing a lot of protection um, from catching it if you're wearing one. What can we say about the best way to wear masks? Well, one good thing to know is that for preventing illnesses from spreading, the KF80 masks are good enough as opposed to the more highly rated kf-94 masks because of course those ratings are referring to how much fine dust that they can filter out but you know things like fine dust pm 10 pm 2.5 they're much smaller than the saliva droplets that are carrying coronavirus so there's no need to use the kf-94 masks you can save those for days when there's pollution Uh, another thing is that you know so many of us uh, are running out of masks, a lot of people are wondering if they can be reused and um, there 's not a lot of research yet on it on this, but what um, some professional some pr- professionals are saying is that the you know the recommendation to not reuse them that really applies to their fine dust filtering ability that 's what will go down after one day so it might be okay to use these masks in order to uh, prevent coronavirus uh, for three or four even five days
0: yeah, I mean some people are using those fine dust masks for up to a week as well when they're supposed to use it for one day because they're maybe not using them heavily or they just gauge it themselves Mm -hmm. how how much use they have left in them Uh, interesting details thank you for for sharing mark uh so try to make sure you've got a tight seal don't worry too much about the kf80 kf94 rating seems to be the the takeaway there right and and actually that was also a really important point on the saliva droplets because people are Sharing information online, like how big the virus is, but it's not like the virus on its own is going to be traveling at you, it's going to be right
1: exactly together
0: with saliva or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. What about pets, Mark? You've got a pet, at least one. I've got two, yep, yep, plus children. Mm -hmm. You've got one, yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, we know children can carry the uh, the, the
1: coronavirus, but apparently pets can as well, based on one case in Hong Kong. Well. So that's an interesting case. Um, it's not confirmed yet that that dog is, in fact, a carrier. Um, you know, that report out of Hong Kong was that this pet of, uh, whose owner were two people who were infected with the virus. The dog also tested what they called a weak positive for the coronavirus. And it's gotten a lot of attention, but there's really no evidence to support the idea that the dog is actually infected with coronavirus. It might just have had coronavirus on it. Because- but they did a second test, right? But it still could just be environmental contamination. Even it, it, after,
0: did they not wash the dog or something
1: like that? Well, it, it it might be it might tell us something about you know how long it might stay on a dog. But it's mm. just um, really no different from any other object that might also potentially be contaminated with mm-hmm. coronavirus. Um, I mean, it's not impossible that. The virus could have mutated to a form that can also infect dogs, but we—it's sh- it, the most likely scenario—is that that has not happened, and that the dog just had some coronavirus on it, just like any other object might. So, I, I don't want to spread any you know fear or rumors about you know what to do with pets because well, also uh, this dog did not get ill. That's right as well. So that's not if yet. you're worried about so, your
0: dog, that's that's some positive news, and this dog was not going out. It it, it if it did catch in inverted commas anything it was from the fact that its owners were infected and most of us i guess you two are the same are walking their dogs on a leash mm-hmm. are, they're not just roaming wild it's very unlikely dogs are going to go out and pick up this infection even if they could get infected yes doesn't it doesn't seem that it, likely
1: mm-hmm. it, it's just, but it, you know it is just like any other thing any other thing that could potentially become infected
2: I was wondering if there'll be masks for dogs and cats. <laughs>
1: but maybe, maybe an area more, like if people really
0: are concerned about it, maybe they should think about what's on their dog's feet. I, mean, I, I know in the winter, people put little shoes on their, mm. <laughs> on their dogs, maybe something like that. would, Because otherwise, right. pe- I mean, I, you still see people spitting on the street. And it, it's never pleasant at the best of times. But during a time like this, that's not something you really want to be right. encouraging.
1: Well, and so many of us, you know, wipe our dogs Pause when they when they come in. Anyway, I, I do that every time because you never know camel, what they've trod yeah, through. Because mm. you know they could be carrying. I, I said infected earlier. I shouldn't have said that. I meant carrying. You know, they could be carrying any kind of illness or <laughs> dirt or grub or whatever on on their Bateria. on the bottom of their paws. Right.
0: So there's that too. I, 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 also, the, of course, if people are avoiding going outside much, they're probably either restricting the walks or taking other measures that would limit exposure. Uh, and Sung the, the skyrocketing prices of masks. Let's talk a little bit more about it. As public health officials are emphasizing the main focus for preventing the spread should be hand hygiene over face masks anyway.
2: Right. So that's precisely what the executive director of the WHO Health Emergencies Program said during a media briefing this week, that frequent hand washing, not wearing a face mask is the most important step the public can take to prevent the spread of the virus. Well, the WHO recommendation for face mask use by the general public is that people who are sick should wear them, not healthy people. And dozens of studies show hand washing can prevent life threatening diseases, and reviews of the research looking at the impact of hand washing on respiratory diseases have found the practice cut infections by around 15 to 20% quite dramatically. So it's very important, um, if we have shortages of masks, that we use them for the frontline workers and people who really need it in hospital, and that we do not panic over the shortage of masks and see what else we need to do, which is practicing proper, consistent hand hygiene.
0: A quick note also on the price of masks for both of you, perhaps. People have been saying things like, well, you know, that masks are selling for three, four thousand one. As someone who paid a lot of attention to air pollution before this outbreak, that's how much they basically cost in normal convenience stores anyway for mm-hmm. the uh, N95 or KF94 right. designation. You might have found a mask for. One thousand one. That was uh, a KF80 mask, or perhaps just a basic cloth mask for that, or even cheaper. But, but I, I, I think uh, you got to be careful about throwing around the claim that people are overinflating prices because some of the uh, the better rated and also the so-called fashion masks were anything up to five thousand one anyway, and then perhaps people are bumping that up a little bit online, right. jumping on top of the desperation, which is a bit sad to see. Um, so, uh, songchul Simple, cheap, effective advice. Keep your hands washed. Are we all doing it properly? I I am constantly doing things like bringing my hands to my face or like touching things without washing them straight away afterwards. And that's even constantly being aware of this advice. It's very difficult to put it into practice all the time.
2: Right. So I have a question for you guys. Um, (laughs) How many seconds do you spend washing your hands every time you wash your hands?
0: Well, I mean, obviously I'm singing happy birthday twice every time.
2: That's the recommendation. No, no, <laughs> you know? no,
0: no. I've, no, I've not done that once for fear of being accused of madness, uh, especially not in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I could do it once in English, once in Korean, maybe to break it up. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I, 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 that's a, a good mental exercise anyway, to find something that... that I, I, it's like kind of brushing your teeth. You've got to do something to make sure you've got everything covered, right?
2: Right, right. Um, because it turns out a lot of us don't spend enough time in front of the sink. As you mentioned, the recommendation is 20 seconds of vigorous and proper hand washing, including soap and water. But studies have shown people on average wash their hands for about six seconds. So here are a few steps for proper hand washing. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds with running water and a copious amount of soap. Wash your fingertips and under your nails. That's very important because that's where all the dirt and bacteria can get under it's also important to dry your hands properly with a clean towel afterwards. Wash your hands after every trip to the bathroom, blowing your nose, coughing or sneezing, and before eating Wash your hands quickly after coughing, sneezing, or dealing with sick people. And as for hand sanitizer, experts are saying that it's only active when it's on your hands, and you must keep it on your hands for at least ten seconds in order for it to be effective. Um, health officials advise the public to use alcohol-based sanitizer when water and soap aren't available.
0: Right, that's an important point because you might find, like with Mars, it's hard to buy some of the sanitizers at the moment, and uh, you don't necessarily need it if you've got access to your own sink and soap right and it's that friction that's very important vigorous
2: vigorous
0: (laughs) washing i I think i was just counting to myself the six seconds thing and that sounds about right
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: in fact six seconds is quite long if you slowly count it out right we have a message from kate i still think the cost for covid19 in Tests in Korea is cheaper and more efficient than other countries. I read in the Miami Herald that an American who traveled to China and had flu-like symptoms back in the U.S. was charged with more than three thousand U.S. dollars for a diagnostic test, wow. and it turned out uh, just to have the flu in that case. Yeah, well, I mean the U.S. healthcare system, if there is an outbreak, it's going to pose big questions. They've been there before Absolutely. with uh, H1N1 a few years ago, but still, a lot of concerns right now with the Trump administration. Looking possibly a little bit blasé on this at times, in election year, if things go wrong, it, you know they've got to care about the political consequences, if nothing else.
1: Well, they should be caring about the human cost first and foremost. As you would well, hope so, but, but you know what I mean. You're absolutely right. Yes, it uh, it it is absolutely turning out, I think, to be an accessibility issue uh, of in in America. It really, yeah, exposing a lot of a lot of a lot of shortfalls. Um, let's talk about how we're getting
0: our information, shall we, Mark? Millions of us, apparently, are using these online maps and apps to avoid so-called dirty locations where infected cases have been confirmed to be. I've been um, pleased to see that Yongsan-gu is uh, still free from corona infection, but I'm not taking that much comfort from it, considering I'm
1: regularly traveling outside Yongsan-gu. Right, and that's probably the the right attitude to have towards these maps. Of course, they're Crowdsourced from government data and news reports, and you know, I have to say it's really encouraging to see that there is more transparency in data this time around compared to the MERS outbreak in 2015. Uh, but in terms of you know how useful these maps are, they're good data visualization. But experts I've talked to say that there's little evidence that avoiding those dots on the map is really going to prevent you from getting uh, fr- from from catching COVID-19. You'll probably remember, of course. During the MERS crisis, people were using a similar map, uh, MERSmap.com, which is made by a programmer Park Sun-yung. But uh, that was all about identifying hospitals, Um, and those were the transmission sites in the overwhelming majority of MERS cases. And the government wasn't, you know, telling us which ones had infected cases. But COVID nineteen is spreading outside of hospitals, and so the data that the government's releasing is, you know, all the movements of the people as much as they can determine. Uh, The problem with that is. There are so many more people out there who are carrying the virus that we don't know about. So I talked with Michael Osterholm. He's the head of the University of Minnesota's Center for Infectious Disease Research. He was at Samsung Medical Center during the MERS crisis. And he said that this time, you know, there are just so many more data points that aren't listed on the map. And if you realize they were there, you'd realize how futile that kind of effort is to prevent transmission. So, you know, that might sound kind of scary, but his point is that we shouldn't think that we're preventing transmission when we're not. And uh, Myung Don Oh of SNU College of Medicine also told me that he thinks personal hygiene and social distancing are more useful than trying to avoid these supposedly contaminated places.
0: Yeah, and again, we are reminded from the KCDC, we shouldn't go outside if we have symptoms of fever and respiratory issues. To be cautious, like you said earlier, Sung Cho, not to rush to a hospital or even necessarily to call 1339 straight away to monitor Mm -hmm. ourselves. Uh, And then after three or four days of showing symptoms, to, to then potentially take action after calling that, uh, that number. Um, we also have Song the, the country's high-speed internet, being helpful in many respects, including these apps, but also spreading fake news and misinformation.
2: Right. I'm sure you have received at least one Kako Talk text from your friends, family or colleagues on all kinds of information about how we are going to fight this virus. Well, well these tabloid type baseless stories, text, videos are circulating online, making people even more confused at an already confusing time. Um, so, for instance, there were texts alerting people that members of Shincheonji, the very controversial religious sect that's at the center of the country's explosive outbreak, going around, knocking on people's houses to give out masks for free when their real intention is to purposely infect other people but with the virus. That
0: was fake news. And the Justice Ministry um, and the prosecution is vowed to take strict measures against anyone doing such. Um, th- thank you both of you for being here, Song Chua and Mark. Pleasure, as before, thank to have you. you for one of our thank Sunday you, specials. Alice. Today does, by the way, mark the 101st anniversary of the March 1st independence movement. And President Moon jae delivered a speech at a ceremony earlier today at Bewa Girls High School where 40 independence fighters gathered to hold their Manse movement 101 years ago. Moon urged the public to remember the strength of unity shown in that movement as we aim to overcome this particular crisis. And, Without putting words into his mouth, who cares if one more light goes out? Well, I do, is the lyric from the song One More Light by Linkin Park, and we go out from our special show on that.